everyone. Welcome to Project Mindy, a podcast recapping The Mindy Project, a sitcom created, produced, written by, and starring the multi-talented Mindy Kaling. Today, I'm joined by my friend Pooja. Pooja, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Sneha. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you, especially because Pooja is a doctor, so she can answer all the doctor questions I have about this episode, which is called Danny Castellano is my gynecologist. Now, I would not want to see a male gynecologist, and I actually thought that there aren't that many men in the field right now um, compared to when there just used to be no women doctors. Um, But Pooja informed me that is not the case. Pooja? Yeah. So there are, I mean, uh, gynecology does tend to be a female dominant field. However, there are still a lot of men that go into the field because of the surgical aspect to it. Um, the call schedule is a little bit different than general surgery call schedules, and they do still get the ability to, to perform that surgical procedure quite often, um, in addition to having general office visits. Um, so we are still, there are still a good amount of male gynecologists. Okay, that is good to know and kind of changes my opinion on the episode. (laughs) Um, So personally, I liked the episode because it shows a different layer to the Danny-Mindy relationship and maybe adds some sexual tension to it, sort of, for the first time. But um, again, because of the doctor scenes, I didn't love it. Pooja, what did you think? I really like this episode because of... Um, like you were saying, I we're starting to see the beginning of that more intimate relationship between Danny and Mindy. We start to see it develop earlier in the club episode when Mindy starts to gain a little bit of respect for Dan- for Danny. Um, but it's now all starting to come to a head here, um, and then further on in the uh, in the season, we start to see a little bit more of their friendship develop. Um, So it was nice to see it start here. As far as the rest of the episode, I really liked it also because we're starting to see Mindy stand up to Danny and stand up to Jeremy um, and start to become a little bit more confident in just the fact that she's there in the office and she's there as their colleague. And it's also something that we see a few episodes down uh, down the road in the season. So I mentioned in an earlier podcast that I watched the show when it was live, but I kind of dropped off um, and I haven't rewatched it since then. But Pooja has seen a lot more than I have, right? Yeah, I watched it live uh, when it was first airing first on network television and then when it switched to Hulu. And then I've actually rewatched the series in its entirety a couple times after and I'm forcing you to rewatch it again. Oh, completely um, forced. <laughs> so the episode starts with Mindy sort of having a romantic comedy mo- uh, moment by wearing Josh- Josh's shirt, um, who is in bed in her apartment. I've been vocal that I don't like Josh. Um, so I'm not thrilled at this, but... Pooja, what do you think of Josh, and why do you think Mindy's dating him? I'm not a fan of him either, uh, personally, but 
I do understand where Mindy's coming from in the sense that she's dating him mainly for his the fact that he's a good looking guy. He has a good stable job, is making a good amount of money, and has connections that could either help her personally or professionally. Um, and I definitely have dated guys in the New York area in the past because of superficial reasons of, oh, this is their job or these are their connections. So I understand where she's coming from, even though personally, I Josh, I don't find him to be someone that I root for. Um, okay, so... Normally, I hate all the fat jokes in the show, and I think you and I are on the same page about that. But mm-hmm. I thought the scene of Mindy wearing Josh's his shirt and then Josh putting on Mindy's jeans and they're too big for him to be so embarrassing, but also really funny and also very realistic. And I think you felt the same way. I thought it was, I thought it was really funny. I know that typically. Um, especially in TV shows and movies, they use that stereotype of a girl wearing a guy's shirt because it's cute and adorable. Um, but I like the way they turn it around. And even though, like you said, it does play into um, the fat jokes, it was a different take on it. So then we are in the office and apparently Gwen, Mindy's BFF, has gotten Mindy to stop being friends with benefits with Jeremy. But Jeremy really wants his watch back, but Mindy is not giving it to him and kind of alludes to, well, I'm not giving you back your back your watch because you've been mean to me, which I never really saw, Pooja. No, it's not really something that they discussed earlier. Uh, they Their friends with benefits situation was really only in the first episode and a little bit in episode two. Um and we don't really see any allusions to that afterwards. But further later on in the season, they do mention a little bit more about where that breakdown happened. But um, yeah, I was just as confused as you were when I first saw the episode. So we see that um, the the main plot of the episode is going to be that Mindy's gynecologist has retired and she needs to find a new one. Um And Danny and Mindy are having one of their, you know, one-upping, bragging conversations. And Mindy says she's going to ask Dr. Shulman, their boss, to be her doctor because she's his protege, just to kind of get Danny that he's not Dr. Shulman's protege. And I thought this was super weird. Why would you want your boss to be your gynecologist? But Pooja explained it to me. (laughs) So, um, in, at least, um, from my personal um, experiences, you want your doctor to be someone that you trust, someone whose opinion that you respect. And so a lot of times you will go to see someone that either you worked with in the past or someone that you might be friends with. Now, obviously, if it's something where you're going to need someone to tell you to discuss sensitive topics with you or need to be able to have discussions with you that you might not be ready to hear, um, maybe your best friend might not be the person to go to, but I've certainly gone to doctors I worked with or 
bosses of mine for medical issues within the same field because I respect their opinion and I know that they would treat me in the same manner that I would treat other patients. Okay. So we then get to the B plot of the episode, which is Jeremy really wants this watch back. So Jeremy tries to use Morgan and his criminal background to break into Mindy's apartment. And Morgan has already started his worshiping Mindy aspect of his personality. So Jeremy tricks him into saying that they're planning a surprise half birthday party for Mindy, which was very Hugh Grant of him as Gwen called Jeremy Hugh Grant in real life who's kind of a cad as we know Mm -hmm. um what I love about the Mindy project is all the observations about life Mindy and Danny both slip into their conversations even if they're really menial um Mindy shows Danny the retirement card she's making for her old doctor and Danny comments that the sun doesn't need to wear sunglasses as drawn on her card because it's the only thing that doesn't need to wear sunglasses. I never thought of that before. Um, so D- Mindy and Danny have a discussion about whether or not Danny can be her gynecologist because Dr. Shulman couldn't be her gynecologist because they were too close of a personal relationship. Um, And even though Danny says that he doesn't have a personal relationship with Mindy, he kind of turns it on her and says that she has a, has feelings for him or she is too close to him for him to be her doctor. Uh, And then we start to see the discussion um, between both of them going back and forth saying that the other one is actually the one that has the feelings for each other. Um, and they go into their one-upmanship and uh, Mindy tries to prove to Danny why he is incapable of being her doctor because of his personal feelings and vice versa. Um, Danny tries to prove to Mindy that she's too sensitive to have him as her doctor. So apparently Betsy has joined Jeremy and Morgan in breaking into Mindy's place the three of them just make an odd pair and I guess I'm not really sure why the show chose to have the three of them um I don't think it quite really works as a funny plot line but um so now the the exam Danny starts the exam and Mindy is sitting in his office can you go into what talks about in the exam um so one of the first things that he goes through is a health questionnaire with her um some of the questions that he asks on the questionnaire are things that you would normally ask in a doctor's visit uh, talking about sexual history uh talking about you know medications lifestyle because those are all things that are going to contribute to any sort of chronic condition or um, management of gynecological conditions or future pregnancies. Um, Some of the other questions were just Danny being personal, um, just trying to aggravate Mindy. Uh, Then they get to the physical exam part of it. And one of the first things that Danny does is weigh her. And he does it in a little bit of an aggressive manner. And he's taunting her. Now, one of the things that the show does it as a joke, but that is something that 
as doctors were required to document. We're required to have vital signs such as height, weight, blood pressure, pulse, um, respirations. And that's something mandated by Medicare and the other insurance companies. That's not might be something that needs to be done if you're going to your primary doctor for an acute visit all the time for, let's say, a cold or a cough. But for someone going to a gynecologist, especially for an initial visit, that's something that is going to be done no matter what. Maybe not in as aggressive a fashion, um, but it definitely would be done. Well, with Danny, it always has to be, apparently. Um, and one thing I just thought was not in care for Mindy was uh, earlier when she Mindy goes into this whole monologue about how she has to hide if she has condoms in her bar- apartment because she doesn't want to seem slutty, I guess. And uh, I thought, well, maybe this is the past. But then I looked up um, when the first episode of Sex and the City aired. There's also, you know, a New York show about dating. And in the very first episode, which aired in 1998, Carrie bumps into Big and spills condoms all over the ground. And if Carrie Bradshaw a decade earlier was fine carrying condoms around New York City, I think Mindy would be too, right? I would think so, especially because she's so unapologetic about her sexual lifestyle and her interactions. I think that she might have just been trying to play into Danny's version of what he thinks that she should be. But... Uh, that joke didn't necessarily it didn't work with what we've seen Mindy what Mindy's personality to be um but I think it also just kind of goes along with her it, it makes sense with her mentality of her trying to show the world that she's a certain person um to appeal to men So back at the apartment, um, Morgan and Betsy are just so excited to see the, the, the inside of where Mindy lives. And Morgan makes a really funny comment that he can't believe Mindy can afford this apartment on a woman's salary. And I, whenever New York is used in a TV show, of course, the apartments are bigger and more lavish than they would be in real life. But, um, I assumed and Pooja confirmed that Mindy Lahiri is actually further in her career and appears to be making more than she would in real life as a 31 year old. Yeah. So if we look at the history that was presented to us from the first episode, she's gone straight through Um, no breaks in between high school, um, college, medical school residency. So she would have finished residency because an OBGYN residency is four years. She would have finished everything at the age of 29. She's 31 in this season. So she would only really be in practice for two years. Now, based on the setup that she has, she's either getting paid in one or two options. She's getting a salary from from uh, Dr. Shulman, um, and maybe the hospital, or she's getting paid whatever she's um, getting from the insurance companies to see the patients. In either one of those cases, especially in a city like New York, which is dominated by 
medical professionals. Um, and it's really saturated. It's a really saturated area. She's probably only making anywhere from 150 to 200,000, um, which Danny and Jeremy would be making as well, ideally. Um, so the definitely the apartment and the lifestyle that she lives and, and all the designer clothes are going to be a little bit more on the lavish side for um, for what her salary would be and she also probably wouldn't be a partner by that time it's highly unlikely that she would be a partner of a practice two years out of residency but that being said we both loved her apartment and I don't think they've showed this part yet but there's this blue chandelier that I think is in all the seasons um that's just like really cool and very uh colorful and fits her personality what was your favorite part of her apartment um I think my favorite part of her apartment is that staircase that she has um right in the middle of her living room that really just kind of goes into nowhere but she has all sorts of decorations on it um lights and the fact that like you were saying the apartment itself is super colorful um her furniture is colorful she has like decorative pillows everywhere um the the wallpaper is colorful it it all is just very mindy that's so funny that you said you like the staircase because i actually didn't even notice all the decorations i was <laughs> I was just focused on, I've seen apartments like that, and the brokers always say, like, oh, it's so great, you know, there's a whole nother floor, and usually it's, like, some kind of loft area, but those staircases mm-hmm. are so skinny, and the spaces are so wide between the stairs, I always just think I'm going to fall, and especially at night, I would never want to climb them, so I, that was oh. a no for me. <laughs> um, will you go into the part where Morgan tries to talk Mindy up and give her the warrior name. Yes. So um, I thought it was, this is one of my favorite parts of the episode where Morgan is using his past experiences to help further Mindy's plotline and to help Mindy as opposed to just as a joke. Um, He kind of helps her to deal with the situation with Danny by saying if a bully tries to get at you and if a bully tries to take you down it's not you you have to come up with a warrior persona and everything that's happening to you is happening to the warrior and the warrior is going to be the one to respond and fight back and Mindy utilizes that and she comes up with the most brilliant and um most stereotypically Mindy warrior name uh Beyonce Pad Thai whenever Danny is performing the exam on her, which helps her to get through it, but also gives her a little bit of that spunk um, to give every ounce of it back to Danny that he's dishing out to her. So, and it's funny that Mindy picked the the name Beyonce Pad Thai because on The Office, Michael Scott says at one point, I'm Beyonce always. So I hope in this universe, Michael Scott did not hear Mindy Lahiri say that or he'd be really mad. Um, we also see in, in between Mindy and Danny talking and the physical exam, Gwen, who I guess has nothing better to do in the middle of the day than comfort Mindy, um, comes into the office and we hear the backstory of them being friends. They went to college together and they moved to New York 
to be kind of single girls in the city. But Gwen married her or met her future husband right after they moved there. And then she got married two, two years later and moved out of the city. And it shows that Mindy's girlfriends have sort of evolved past the dating phase that she's in right now. And it might be why she feels so desperate or not desperate, but feels like she really needs to move on with her personal life since that's where all her friends are. Yeah, that and I think that Mindy also, and this is something that we see um, later on in the season, that she hasn't grown out of that rom-com mentality. She, even though she is dating guys and having, you know, friends with benefit situations and one night stands, um, she really is looking for her meet cute moment, but she's so desperate to find it she's looking for it in literally any guy that she interacts with um can you go into betsy and jeremy and the slippery tube of toothpaste comment yes so i just like you did not find that that trio of jeremy morgan and betsy made sense but that interaction in particular really didn't make sense to me um, first of all, so Betsy, uh, when Jeremy and Morgan first break into the apartment with Betsy and they're admiring her apartment, um, that's when Jeremy breaks it to both, um, Betsy and Morgan that they're not actually there to decorate her apartment for a surprise half birthday party, which was the lie he used to get them to help him. But in fact, to look for this watch. Um, Betsy is so upset with the fact that he would even do that, but yet she stays to help him search for the watch, which I found was so out of character for her. Not so much for Morgan. Morgan cares about Mindy. He's obsessed with Mindy, but he doesn't have that moral compass, um, to tell him that he's crossed the line, whereas Betsy does. Um, so later on in the episode, when she is chastising Jeremy, saying that I respect uh, Mindy, I respect her judgment, and yet she respects you. So now you're making me question her judgment. But, um, and then she found the, the watch she was looking for, um, on her nightstand next to the bottle of slippery toothpaste, which is most likely a bottle of lube. Um, now, as far as the, you know, the interaction between Betsy and Jeremy, it makes sense for Betsy's character for why she would interact with Jeremy that way, but not why she would hand him the watch after being so upset that he went in there to look for it. Um, and also, um, I think that the, the slippery tube with toothpaste um, or the lube that was found, it is still in character for Mindy um, to have condoms and lube um, at her bedside um, because she was discussing it with Jer- with uh, Danny earlier. Um, but I feel like that joke was more meant to highlight Betsy's um, naivete than um, it was to make any comment on, um, on Mindy um, and her reluctance to 
keep these things at her bedside. So I still don't really understand why Jeremy ended up leaving his watch at Mindy's apartment, even though he came there to get it back. Why do you think he did that? I think that they're starting to humanize Jeremy a little bit. Um, At the very beginning of the season, you know, he's being referred to as Hugh Grant. Um, And then the further we go along, we're starting to see that he's becoming more and more of a likable character. Um, And so I think this is kind of step one in making him a little bit more likable. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Can you start talking about the physical exam part? Yes. Um, so in during the physical exam, um, so in an average physical exam for a gynecological visit, um, you would have, you know, the vital signs. Generally, um, the doctor won't be getting those. It will be an assistant getting the height, weight, um, blood pressure. Um, but in this you know, in some cases, a doctor will get it. Um, and in this case, the, you know, Danny got it. But, um, it, you know, he does kind of go through the usual, I guess, the usual steps in a, in a usual OBGYN exam. Um, you would do a breast exam at first. Um, you would do a, you would kind of look at the whole body. And then um, they would go and do the pelvic exam. So everything kind of flowed appropriately. Obviously, Danny is too uncomfortable to do an appropriate uh, breast exam. But um, yeah, that, that those oh, would be the And I was steps. just squirming during that part, just like Danny was, because I really wasn't sure. I didn't remember <laughs> whether how far he goes in the breast exam part, even though I know he doesn't get to the pelvic mm-hmm. part. Thank God. Um, did no, you, that was were thing. you feeling Brutal. as nervous as I was? I was cringing the entire time. That was, I think, the... <laughs> this show has a lot of cringy moments, but I think in the episodes we've seen so far, that was definitely the cringiest. Um, and I think this is the first time we see Danny as being... as having emotion. Um, earlier in the season, even in the club episode where we start to see Danny and Mindy interact with each other and start to get a little friendly we still see him as that you know cut and dry black and white type of person this is the first time we see him falter um and so i even though it was a cringy moment i thought it was i thought they worked that into the storyline and we also find out during the physical exam after mindy sort of gets her dose of courage from morgan where mindy maybe for the first time starts asking Danny questions about his parents and we find out that Danny's mom cleaned motel rooms um, and that sort of explains why Danny told Jeremy during the driving test episode that he's always had to work really hard because presumably if he came from a working class background maybe a lot of his classmates um, had parents who were doctors or you know knew more about medicine uh, in that way and he also didn't have a relationship with his dad. So I don't know how many years Mindy and Danny have known each other, but it seemed like that was the first time they've ever even talked about his family. I think so. Um, So 
they've been in they've started residency together they've been with each other for all four years of residency and then they've been with each other in practice as far as being in practice if you don't really want to interact with your coworkers or your fellow doctors you don't necessarily have to residency is very similar you're spending a lot of time with each other and you're you're going through some very stressful experiences with each other so you're going to know things about their personalities, but you're not necessarily going to know their background and have those deep conversations like Mindy and Danny had. Um, so it does make sense of why this is the first time she's hearing about his mother and his um, the fact that he didn't have a relationship okay. with his father. So once Danny admits that he cannot be Mindy's doctor because he can't even get to the breast exam part of um their appointment uh can you just explain like how mindy like talks about how she's victorious so mindy is so overjoyed she's bragging to everyone because danny has is known as the person that you know he's dr shulman's protege he's the best doctor in the practice he doesn't let emotion get the best of him and he was bested by the person that he does not respect in the practice, which is Mindy. So obviously Mindy's going to come out and she is going to be overjoyed by saying, oh, you know, I, I beat Danny. She's, she does use a little bit of a stereotypical New York Italian accent uh, to do it. But um, sh- she's coming out as a champ. She's coming out like Muhammad Ali. He's just, just won a, a prize fight. So that was the episode. Thank you so much, Pooja, for joining us. And we will see you next time.